if you've been around for more than a couple of minutes, you know I talk about phone sites a lot. And the reason I do that is <clears throat> everyone knows the power of lead pages, click funnels, and all these other programs, but they don't understand the simplicity of phone sites. It's less expensive, it's easier to use, and it's a phenomenal program. So check it out. Uh, I'll have the link in the show notes below. Definitely give phone sites a shot and see how it can help you explode your business. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Hampshire Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana, and I am here today with Angel Galvis of Mission Life. How's it going? Good. How are you, Chris? Good. So tell me a little bit about yourself and then the nonprofit you work for. Chris, um, I'm an immigrant from Colombia uh, at 18 years of age. I moved to the United States uh, just seeking opportunity at life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, I went through the motions. I was able to get an education and find myself into a position where all the experiences and my background uh, just led me to understand there was something else. There was something more that I wasn't finding in what I was doing. Yeah. And that was uh, when I learned that the purpose that I had in my life, that God had in my life, was uh, to create something to help others mm-hmm. um, through relationship, right? So the next generation, the, the children in second and third world countries. Okay, cool. So let's get into that then. Uh, what does Mission Life do? What is your goal and mission and all that? Good question. So, <laughs> Mission Life is a uh, is a sponsorship pro, uh, program, mm-hmm. right, for children. Uh, and the idea of the whole program is social development. So we implement intellectual, physical, and a spiritual development okay. in children ages four to seventeen. And the idea of this is to. Uh, change their lives, right? These are children who came from uh, families, perhaps uh, um, with problems, violence, uh, all, any kind of conflict uh, that will create these children not to have the mentality of an opportunity in life, right? And uh, so we created a hands-on program. So what we do is we, uh, with, through the sponsorship, we have children come to uh, community center the, with the organization we partner abroad. And every day they receive assistance with their homework. They receive a meal. Yeah. They will do spiritual guidance, arts and crafts, sports, um, music, dancing, singing, anything and everything that can help them be you know, moving forward towards yeah. a better future. That's pretty cool. I like that. Um, I guess we'll get into a little more deeply about what started this passion, but I've always noticed the, uh, well, not always noticed, but it's, I think it's something that comes up once in a while is, you know, especially, um, I don't know how to get this without getting political. <laughs> there are some communities that don't have the same benefits as others, mm-hmm. and it's good to see that type of effect because you can, um, you know, it's very common for someone like me, even though I was Hispanic, I grew up with a uh, family up here in the Northeast, very different than a, a community in a different part of the country. So getting that, you know, that type of opportunity is pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to word that without getting political in any way. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and in a sense, it, it, now that, it, that I want to get political, mm-hmm. 
nor I have an interest <laughs> on that. But it it, it sort of uh, reflects out of political aspects yeah. of certain countries. So uh, I grew up in Colombia, so I witnessed corruption yeah. and um, just violence in general. So when I moved to the States, I just put everything on, on the back mirror, right? Yeah. And, uh, and I just try to get on with my life. Mm -hmm. But all through my life, I, I kept on remembering this. And every time I went back to, uh, to Colombia just to visit, I see this and, and, and how, and, and I started thinking, well, if we could just do something for the children, mm -hmm they eventually will change the landscape of a country, yeah. right? If we can influence the the next generations with uh, honesty and love and forgiveness and generosity, mm -hmm. yeah. perhaps we can change that, right? Um, but I was I was just very cynic on my opinions and never did anything about it. Just yeah. basically kept on going with my life, right? Seeking whatever, um, success or wealth or school and why not? Um, and then three years ago, I had this spiritual encounter that helped me realize I did have the, not just the passion, but the skill sets and the resources yeah. to actually start something, just to plant this seed. And that's, that's basically how everything has started. Yeah. It's, I really like that. I think um, a lot of people give, let's say the, like the 1%, you know, people that are very wealthy, they give them a lot of crap for... You know making so much money the thing is they've been taught how to utilize money so going back to what you said going to Colombia um, the way that they're taught over there is very different you know for even from what you see from the adults where corruption's okay in a lot of places so you kind of have to get at them and teach them that no you can do things differently because we change a lot of that stuff over here so we know it can be done so when you get in there like you said you get in there young and you teach there's there's a better way to go about it. <laughs> you know, you give them that opportunity to, oh, you're right, when you're, when they, when they get old enough, they can do things differently, you know? So I, really, I appreciate that, that's pretty cool. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, so uh, so where currently are you guys operating out of? Because I know you said Columbia. So, so, so Southern New Hampshire, so we started mm -hmm. here in uh, the way we run our program mm -hmm. Is, is to also influence society here. Yeah. So we are looking to have not just an impact on uh, Colombia. That yeah. was the first country we started, mm -hmm. obviously, where I came from, but we are also in Guatemala, okay. and now we are in Rwanda, okay. and uh, in Kigali, in the capital. Um, but what we are doing with this program is um, we are just capturing everything that is happening, all those stories of change, all those wins from ch you know from children that perhaps in the past you will think they wouldn't have a future because I mean let's face it if you've been abused if you experience violence firsthand most likely you're gonna grow up to continue the yeah. same pattern yeah you think um, it's normal exactly so yeah. we we want to use all that to influence uh, society here our kids right. Mm -hmm. Um, to to show children how how good do we have it here, and how by caring and being involved also can change the landscape of families here in yeah. a, in a different sense. Maybe we don't deal with um, the corruption or uh, the poverty levels or or 
the violence per se, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But we have other issues that um, when people learn about this, uh, it can it can definitely change the mentality. Yeah, and I see you know I can't get down this political road, but a lot of people um, don't realize how good they have it, and a lot of conflict comes out of that because they're like, oh, we're so. Take a step back, you know, because like I said, my family's from Cuba. <laughs> they, they, we got crazy over there for quite a while, and you know, it still kind of is, and you know, but you don't, you don't see that because we live in the United States, and it can be, especially up here in the Northeast, or it's just kind of peaceful usually, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is very peaceful, and um, you know. Uh, one of the things that I learned uh, working in corporate America, so I um, for six years uh, I was in a Korean in in the financial industry, mm-hmm. um, and I learned like the millennials coming out, and and I still qualify for millennial, which uh, was just kind of like uh, like I could relate to it, but we live in a culture of entitlement, mm-hmm. right? You see. Um, kids coming out of school and just wanting and uh, needing to have everything just like that yeah. without really having to um, perhaps not struggle, but like given given the, the sense of value to certain things, like really work for like, you know. Yeah. And um, and so w- when I when I learn all this in my mind, it's like how how great would it be for this society, this society to to see the the real struggles all the people have yeah. like not even having a pair of shoes to go to school yeah. or a meal a day and so put that into perspective and how that affect in in a positive way your life yeah you know yeah because you're right like you say entitlement and even looking back two three hundred years you know you had to work for months just to make your food. You don't have to worry about that now. He goes, oh, I can play video games all day long and go to the store and get food. Where before it was, uh, he said you had to do all the stuff for the farming, and then eventually in, in the fall, you're like, oh, we made all the food for the year, you know? So we're so far removed from a lot of the work that needs to get done. And that's just on the work level. It's not even talking about just the quality of life. <laughs> right. That people just don't even realize that they're like, oh, what do you mean people are struggling yeah. in other places and I have it good? That, that dude told me, you know, I looked weird or something, you know. So, yeah, huh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, as far as growth goes for um, for Mission Life, so we, you said you're in a few countries now. Like, what's your kind of vision for the nonprofit as it grows? When it comes in each, in one of those countries, mm-hmm. we are looking to expand within. So, the, the model of our organization is to provide the people that work with us, whether you're a volunteer or, you know, once we have paid stuff, is uh, if you come from a different country or um, you're being called to help others in other country and you want to become an ambassador for that country, then we can uh, take on the project and, you know, expand to other places. Mm-hmm. Um, our our goal is to be uh, the a big cities first of the capital. Yeah. Because even though they have more resources, they also have more access to violence and drugs and gangs. Yeah. And I found that not many organizations do that, like go into the main cities. And so when you get that 
when you get that access, when you get access to those resources, you're also helping um, cultivate new leaders, right? Leaders that will have access to uh, schools and jobs, you know, the future architect and medics and yeah. so on. Um, so we're starting in the in the main cities and then we're going to expand uh, within the country, depending on, you know, how we um, raise new leaders from each place. Okay. Hmm. I like that. So, do you ever, I mean, this could be on the side, but the, because uh, I know you being Colombian, you can understand their way of life because you lived there for a while. Right. Um, how is it where, start, when you start moving to countries where the way they live is just differently? So, um, I'm trying to think of a good way to explain it. But here to the Middle East, with very different philosophies on how we should live, you know, how does that kind of work into your idea? Of, if you kind of get what I'm trying to phrase that around. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and that's that's a very interesting question because yeah. uh, we actually just uh, established a, what we call a child hope center, mm-hmm. and this is in Kigali, the capital of Rwanda, and it's a little bit of a different culture per yeah. se, right? A different dynamics. Um, but our model is again focused on the development of children, mm-hmm. right? And and it's all through relationships. So regardless what's what country you are, there's always gonna be that concept of relationship, right? Mm-hmm. These are your kids, these are the future of the country. So we want them to actually um, be able to prosper. Yeah. Um, so the model itself can be emulated pretty much anywhere. I mean, the the one part that I will see be challenging is in countries where, because um, it's a faith-based, it's a Christian-based organization. Okay. So our model focuses on those Christian principles. So yeah. it's social development as a, as a whole, but those principles are there. Yeah. So countries that are not going to be receptive to that could be a little bit more difficult. Yeah. Um, but overall, the program, when it comes to just the, the the social aspect of things and the relationship, it, okay. it'd be easier. Yeah, because I was, I was kind of, without even bringing religion into it, it's actually kind of funny because that hits right on my point is um, getting in and having them see it as proselytizing instead of, you know, we're trying to help, but then the values could be different. So that's why that was... Yeah, so you hit that. So that's good. <laughs> Understood what I was blabbering yeah. about. That's good. <laughs> that's cool. I like the, I like the whole idea of it. You know, I'm very big on charity, and I'm not so much a big founder of the government doing it. And in return, I like seeing this type of thing where, you know, from the ground up, we can go and you know, you can impact that way. I think that's way more powerful and like right off. <laughs> Yeah, and, and so all of the different countries that I visit, what I notice is that um, that relationship aspect of things was uh, the thing that made the difference in the children's mm-hmm. life. So not just in-country, the relationship that our partners have with the kids, but also the relationship that a, a sponsor will have with the child. So. What we are doing is we are utilizing technology to build a bridge mm-hmm. between the sponsor and the child where everything is filtered through our organization. But now instead of you um, sponsoring the child and just sending money and maybe you have a picture on the fridge and that's about it, you actually get to see the evolution of the child and, mm-hmm. and you can receive 
videos that the child directing um, just the message to yeah. you and say, Chris, you know, this is what I learned this month. And you as the sponsor will be able to do the same thing yeah. to the child, which it makes a huge difference in their lives. So, so again, it, it's an idea of um, changing the life of a child in another country, but using that to make an impact here. Yeah, I like that. I like your model. So where do people go to find out more about all of this and maybe get involved? Yeah, so our website is missionlifechange.org. And through there, we have uh, how to get involved. We have different roles for volunteers. Um, we have um, all the sponsorships available for the children or for the organization as a whole. The other thing in, in part of our model is those countries we sponsor children uh, that, that we partner with, we have mission trips to the countries. So eventually you will be able to go to that country yeah. and experience the whole, uh, their life basically yeah. and, and get to know them and spend time with them. So um, that's another thing that um, I, I've received a lot of feedback, people liking you know, the idea of being able to actually have uh, community yeah. with them. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I like that. So thank you so much for joining me. This has been really an, enjoyable it was my pleasure chris thank you very much for having me thank you guys so much for watching uh definitely reach out get involved like i said i love charities i love when people get involved to do the work that most people tell the government to do <laughs> i think it's better from this level so uh, huge respect for that um so definitely check it out and i will talk to you all next time want more new hampshire business show find us at itunes stitcher iHeartRadio, and www.nhbusinessshow.com